Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of On My Grown. What's so funny? The the voice you just came in with. Hello, everyone. Greetings and humble salutations. I have my um declaration of candidacy voice on. Yeah. No, but hey, y'all. It's good to be back with y'all in the house of the podcast. Um, (laughs) I'm Melanie Mitchell. I'm uh, Rodney Boyd. I forget who I was for a moment, but yeah, I'm Rodney Boyd. So yeah, we we back. Um, it's been a good week. It's yeah. been an interesting little week. We have some things coming for y'all. Very excited for the new year and new stuff with the podcast. Um, PSA: I did my own lashes today. I want a hat, so you can't really get into them. But I just want everyone to gander at the lashes on my head. Um, I mean my eyes. I did them myself. Went to the Disney World, aka the hair store today, and got all my materials. Got some glue. Got some lashes for the weekend. You ready? My tweezers, and I think I can do this. So. It's officially, you know. How did you get ready? Did you just watch YouTube? You know, I I used to know how to do my lashes. I told you, I used to know how to do it, and I just lost it. And then for me, I don't like depending on people. I like being a you know self sufficient face beater and outfit getter together. And like I hate when I'm out with my friends and like, oh, can you do this? Can you do my foundation? Can you? I like when people do their own stuff. Lashes is the only thing that's okay. But I'm like, I need to. I shouldn't depend on someone else to be a bad bee. I feel it. And I I finally was like, you know what? I'm just getting there. I'm gonna do it. And that's what I did. I put the lashes on. And they on. You know, this this one's a little... It's a yeah, little I didn't want to say nothing. Yep. You see it? Well, because you're it was It time. was kind of like a little loose in the middle. Yeah, it is loose in the middle. Okay. It's loose in the middle, but it's on, and it's tight on the end. So it's okay. on. It's not going anywhere. Right now. I don't know the process of putting one on, so I, I commend you nonetheless. So it's on. I was going to fix it, but I was like, it's on. It worked. It's going to be there. <laughs> It'd be lashing. I've been out the game for about two years with lash putting on, but I'm here. Um, I just want to address something really quick. Um, so it's hard time for a rally this weekend. Uh, we lost the Florida Classic for the sixth year in a row. Dang, six? Six. <laughs> did y'all year. really think y'all had a chance this year? Or like? We did because okay. we've been doing, we've been winning the games okay. this year, and mm-hmm. Bethune ain't been as good as they usually have been. Okay. And um, I thought it was me. I thought I was the reason that Bethune kept on beating us. I'm like, every, as long as I'm enrolled as a student, we can't win the Classic. So you graduated. <laughs> so I graduated. I'm like, okay, we good this year. Right. And it wasn't me. Clearly, I don't know someone who came in with me. It's them. <laughs> so I don't know who someone it is. Someone who's still there. Got to hurry up and graduate hey. and get the curse out of the school. But um, during halftime, we had, um, <laughs> we had a little we had a little mishap. I saw the picture. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. I didn't see the show. I wasn't there. I don't know what they they were trying to spell jackpot. I don't know if they were um, playing. Do you mind? I don't know. If Joe Bullet was like, yeah, if Rattlers, we hit the jackpot. If you went to FAMU, Joe Bullet's our announcer. Okay. But um, my understanding was that some some alums donated a significant amount of money. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I don't know because I didn't watch the show. I just couldn't take it. My heart. I'm too shamed. I'm too shamed. I made my <laughs> excuses. I was like, you know, maybe. Well, hold on. For those who be trying to make it, I'm I'm gonna tell them. Okay. So they um they tried to spell jackpot. You know, J A C K P O T. We know how to spell jackpot. We know. Mm-hmm. Y'all had all the right letters. But there was a mishap in the P and the O. I don't know what happened. You think those people got in an argument? I don't know. I don't That's know what, what it was. You know, you're supposed to be. And I was like, you know, maybe the band has had enough because it was like they were going to boycott the class. They weren't going to go. Really? Why? Because they were tired of just the way they was being treated. You know, they they okay. don't they don't spend the night at trips, so they gotta like leave and come right. Like yeah. they leave that morning, get there right before the game. They okay. leave that night, so they're like, you know, we're sick of this. We need to get treated better. We bring in too much money for the university for us to be treated like second class citizens. Right, right, right. And we the ones making money because they ain't the football team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred, y'all got it. Y'all right. 
So I'm like, maybe the hundred, like, you know what? I got something for all y'all. Y'all gonna make us come to this raggedy game, this raggedy stadium with these raggedy wildcats? Boom, we gonna misspell jackpot and we gonna fix all y'all. However, I don't think that that I, if that's what I was really happened. Like, how did this happen? That's that's, that's not such flawed logic because it's, it's like we supposed to let y'all stay somewhere, but y'all can't spell. So now you definitely going straight back. Right, right. no, no. But what happened was it wasn't even the band. Because I'm clearing it up. It wasn't the band. It was the ROTC. So I don't know if it was the Marine Corps, Army, whatever. But it was the ROTC well, was holding up the letters. So it was on them. So the band probably just on that jabron, like, rum, 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 trying to figure out why everybody's laughing behind them. is because the ROTC <laughs> over there looking like, bro, you got the P or the O. I don't know. What you got? I don't know. And y'all over here mixed up. So whoever laid out the letters, <laughs> right. y'all need some release of the apology. Because I'm having to defend us tooth and nail in group me. I'm trying to day. understand, like, was it, when I saw it, I was like, so they don't mark the letters on the back of the thing? You got to like, turn the whole know. joint over in order to see it. And he was like. Maybe it was too late. It was right. like. By the time. <laughs> time about to stop. Check your letters. Oh, sh- I got the You know what it was? I got the O. You know what it was? Those two people got confused because during rehearsal, they was in the other spot because they was facing the other way or whatever. I and don't know And so then came happened. here, everybody everybody knew to flip it but them, and they was like. They was late. They had to do extra push-ups. It was like. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe somebody got too drunk last night at, at City Walk and went to Fat Tuesday. I don't know what happened. I just know whoever's responsible for the letter switch up. Please speak up. Because I'm tired of kind of defend fam you every time. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, and then I had to give people a history lesson about the Maxwell 100 because they're trying to say we poo. But, like, we really look it up. Look up William P. Foster. He really created the style of marching bands that HBCUs and black high schools, you know, have today. Yeah. Like, you, whether you want to hear it or not, we really did start this in 1946. Like, the whole dance routine. So, if you're doing eight counts, if you whipping and nay-naying mm-hmm. and hitting them folks in your band routine, you can thank the Marching 100 for that and look it up. It's receipts everywhere on the internet. So, yeah. What's um, the website? Bandorigins.com or Marching 100 I'm glad, you, I'm glad you got the jokes today. It just Google William P. Foster. May okay. God rest his soul. He was the band director from 1946 to, I want to say, 2001. Sheesh. And, yeah, he was a long time. And he really revolutionized, like, the black band experience. Yeah. So he really changed it up, changed the marching style, changed all that. So everyone give him a little homework. Just look that up. Is that a video game? What? It's like black college band. Actually, they did try to have a, a black I, football game. I know they have a black football game, and they included halftime a part of it. Yeah. But I'm saying imagine a video game where it's just the band. It would be on some, like, dance, dance, like, on, like Guitar, Guitar Hero, Hero mixed with some, w- the like, Michael gonna... Jackson dancing <laughs> game. That's going to be really hard, so you got to press right. BBX. And right, you got to. Like, that's going to be you a get, lot of. <laughs> looking like a drum line. Gotta a lot of musty your, families in their living rooms hit, trying hit the to dr- do all of that at one time. You got to <laughs> drop down like a drum major. Then you got to, you know, you got to <laughs> learn a rule book. I'm not my roommate's keeper, right. sir. There's a lot that goes You got to have it. a big, what's the, Mason? The, the, the mace, the yeah. mace. You gotta it, it come with that. And you if gotta, you, like if you get the good level, you get to be the drum major. Yeah. You gotta pick what band because it's knees, different styles. Your like knees the gotta be high enough. And you got the um, southern. You got the southern band. I will be at Bayou Classic. Okay, weekend. I'm very, very excited. <laughs> That's to why you, all this preparation is going yeah, on. Because you know, if I meet, are you snatching people's men again? Or no, I will be with my man. So I okay. can't really snatch. It's, okay. you know, it's just kind of it's a lot going right. on. So he's, no, no, he's like the force field around you, right? So your stop. men are safe in right. at Bayou Classic this weekend. Oh, okay. However, that's, that's good just to know. know I'm coming. Lashes self applied. They're mm. gonna be right. The glue is gonna be evenly distributed. She's gonna this take her time this time. I'm gonna take my this time. Was a practice run. This was just a rough track. I just wanted to see if it worked and right. it did. Okay. So um the lashes and me. I've never be been. 
We I'll went, probably go with you. Me and my family went in 08. Um, just went just because, you know, hey, let's go to New Orleans. I had never been. It was really my first time in New Orleans. I was 14. Yeah, I was 14. So it wasn't like I was at, uh, in Bourbon Street or nothing. Yeah. I just, we got some Cafe Du Monde. We had some jambalaya and stuff. We did the tourist stuff. We had like nosebleed seats. And actually, that's when they were advertising for that um, video game. Okay. And that's when they showed the trailer for like Notorious. That's how old. <laughs> yeah, Notorious. That's when, wow, oh my God, a biggie movie coming up. You got to go see it. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, so, yeah, this week we're talking about. A show that's out. Okay. Um, we're not going to too much talk about the show in case we haven't seen the show. So we don't want to, like, you know, make it uncomfortable for you if you haven't caught up. But it's something. I think theme- some, we're gonna, some of the things is going to require spoilers. So. Yeah, it is. But just, we're going to talk about it. So if, you, if it's not going to, like, ruin the show for you, but just know what to expect. So want to tell them a little about the show? Just So the show is called Insecure. It's, um. Written and co-created, because at least one of the credits is like two creators. It's Issa Rae, who, if anybody in our generation knows her, she started by having a few different YouTube series, the biggest one being Awkward Black Girl. Which is amazing. I resonate so much with Issa and Jay, whatever character. But Awkward Black Girl came out my freshman year of college, and I watched every episode faithfully, and it was like so me. So this is like a big sister spinoff. Yeah, this is like a big, big... Budget, you know, Hollywood. Big cousin of yeah. Awkward Black Girl. And the co-creator on that is Larry Whitmore. Mm-hmm. For those, I'm kind of like a history, comedy, like black people mm-hmm. buff or whatever. I like learning like little minuscule things. So this brother Larry Whitmore is has been a long-standing TV writer and producer. Mm-hmm. He was a producer and writer on the uh, Bernie Mac show. Mm-hmm. He wrote for Sister Sister. He wrote for A Living Color. I think he did some work on Fresh Prince. So he has... He's old. He's older, but he's he's when you think of quality black sitcoms, it's him. You he's he will be a part of it. So for so from to me as a as someone who one enjoyed Awkward Black Girl and then knows who Larry Whitmore is, I'm like I'm like really excited to see the show. Mm-hmm. But um Basically, the show is about, like, these regular African-Americans. Just good old regular black folks in L.A. Yep, with L.A. college, you know, college degrees, just kind of navigating their way through their their more so late 20s into yeah. the 30s and and addressing some of the anxiety and insecurities that come along with that time period in your life. Yeah, and the main character is um, Issa, Issa Rae. She plays someone named after herself. Like, mm-hmm. she's like insecure she's really awkward you know she raps to herself in the mirror when she's having problems and it's really hilarious but she faces the best thing is it's it's real like you know you watch other tv shows you know being mary jane we not on cnn we not on love and hip-hop we don't have no album release parties. We ain't in, the, in the studio every we're not night. in the studio but no, oh, we, can, a banger, we can relate Ray to Issa. she got annoying co-workers her best friend you know got her different things going on yeah. uh, she got a man like her man she's just, not the most she's not the most in love with her job she's not the most in love with her job or her man for that matter but you know she you know she ain't the baddest bee she ain't got big huge breasts you know she will one thing i really appreciate is her, their attention to detail she got on regular panties just regular, regular panties. She ain't got no floral lace from pink. She ain't got no Victoria's Secret. She just got on regular panties. panties. Just <laughs> panties. She got panties. them out the bag. Just she a size probably seven, size seven panty. Hanes, you know, fruit of the loom. Cool breeze. And I noticed also, like there, 
some sexual themes. It's HBO, so you know they got to get the nudity out. And it's mostly male nudity. And I know it might be uncomfortable for dudes to watch. But I appreciate so? that because I feel like we just always just seeing breasts. Like, when it's nudity oh, on the yeah, show, yeah. breasts. Oh, no, no, no. Vagina, yeah, yeah. booty. It's yeah. like we just getting just sold out. But I would appreciate I watch another black show male behind. on HBO, Westworld. Mm-hmm. It was one character. I'm like, is she just naked this whole show? Like, is that in her contract? Like, I'm just naked. I'm just here for the breasts. Right. I'm the breast model for the Clothes show. Clothes will be provided when I feel like it. Yeah, I just feel like that's just like the reverse misogynistic look to it. It's just And like, that's why it's important to have creators of all, uh, all genders and race. Us in, yeah. You know, so you get that balance. It's like, look, I ain't about to be naked all. Like, it, yeah, it ain't, like, it ain't a power. Let men's be naked. <laughs> and it's just like a lot of just male butts. I'm just like, I can appreciate this on my screen because I'm so used to seeing people who look like me just bearing it all. Um, so, yeah, some things. Um, it's very real, like I said. Her best friend Molly is an AKA. It was really weird. Like, the, <laughs> it was like one scene, like, oh, y'all AKAs, and hey, y'all, skiwi. And yeah. she's like, don't be disrespectful, girl. <laughs> it was really weird because, first off, it's not realistic because I'm not going to agree come in, hey, girl, skiwi. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. That's, no one does that. <laughs> like, it's not real. We're not across the quad on campus. Like, we're, we're in a. All right, that's enough. No. <laughs> no, we're not in each other. Right, no one does. Oh, oh, I see it. <laughs> and then, like, her boyfriend's the alpha, the friend's boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah I saw so I that. I thought that was a really cute little yeah. theme to make it real. It's like, oh, okay, like Because I... black Greeks are out here. We be working, right. we be living with amongst yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that made it real. Um, so here's one thing that we're going to talk about with the first one. Uh, so her best friend, Molly, she has many problems. She's very, she's a successful lawyer. Mm-hmm. You know, she's really, really, you know, successful in her job. And she seems to have it all together except for her dating life. Yeah. And, you know, she brought this new guy to meet her friends at this mixer or whatever they was having. And, you know, they're talking like, oh, okay, what college did you go to? And he's like, oh, I didn't go to college. And everybody was like, mm. Yeah. Okay, like, oh, good for you. I think they said that, like, oh, good for you. Right, right, right. And well, it's like that, for everybody. Right, it's like that that unspoken, unspoken bouginess that people have about, they didn't specify whether they went to HBCUs or not, but I just feel like it's that unspoken bouginess, like, oh, I have a degree, you don't. Mm, when do you do with your life? And, like, would you date someone who didn't go to college? I, I, I doubt it. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy, but honestly, I probably wouldn't either. It just depends on what you're doing. I don't doing even know where I life. would meet them. Right. That's another thing. Like, not even to be, like, problematic. But it's just, like, I don't even, like, I'm everybody just, I seem to meet and know went to college because I know someone who went to college and their friend they met yeah, in college. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, places I go and I interact with people. I don't go out a lot. Right. Whew. Wow, excuse me. Um, I don't go out a lot, but when I do, it's, like, an event I know about. It's, like, something that was promoted through my network. So it's, like, hey, we some college-educated folks, like, getting together, blah, 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 da, da, da. And my network is my people from college or other HBCUs in the city or, you know, like, you know, people from high school maybe, those people who I know my age who haven't gone to college. But I don't really hang out with people from high school. Not even, like, oh, I'm not hanging with y'all. But I just don't. Like Things change. Things change. You, You grow up and, like, I'm not the same person I was in high school, so I don't hang out with them as much. So I don't think I would just because, like you said, I don't know where I would meet them. But I wouldn't completely, like, toot my nose up. It just depends on where you are in life and what you're doing. Yeah. Like, if you, I don't want to sound, like, bougie. Like, uh, if you ain't doing this, then you, I don't know. If you're just, like, not doing nothing with your life and you, like, I don't even know what. Like For, if you, for me, it's so, like, part of the thing for me is that, you know, growing up, both of my parents are Greek. Mm-hmm. Both of my parents are college educated. Same. Right. And so... I, for the longest in my in my life, I said, okay, when I get married, like my wife's gonna be Greek, like mm-hmm. my kids will want to be legacies and all this and that. That's and exactly so, how I feel, yeah. 
You know, and so it's like for me, it took you know, it took me a little maturing to see like, ah, oh, having a wife that's Greek isn't everything. Like it's it's not it's not a man yeah, it's not a mandate. Okay, so but it's like I, I do want a wife and really feel that it's necessary for my wife to be college educated. Right. Right, because for me growing up, those were things that weren't even a question. Like, everybody's like, I don't know if I'm going to college or not. It's like, it wasn't a choice in my yeah. household. So that's just how I was raised. Like, my parents, you know, went to college. And then you always want to be like your parents, you know, yeah. just depending on your parents' situation, of course. But, if you, you know, your parents are, good, you know, great parents, and they raise you, and they, you know, put certain values in you. It's like, oh, I want to be just like mom and dad. I want to go to college. I want to meet my husband in college. I want to be Greek with my husband, like, Greekiness, and just be Greek, Greek, Greek. <laughs> so those are things I looked up to. Hey, girl, ski <laughs> Yeah, hey, girl, and ski at every family function. Right. Or whatever. You know, just something. <laughs> and then it'll be some things that you just won't get unless you went to college. Yeah, I mean. And certain and lifestyles. That's, and, I mean, honestly, like, for me, I, my wife needs to have gone to HBCU. Like, if, like, it's just. And that's another thing for me, too. I just feel like you just won't get it. Right. Like, if you didn't go to college, you won't get it. If you didn't go to HBCU, you won't get it. If you weren't Greek sometimes, you won't get certain things. Like, some people get Greek stuff, but you won't get it. Yeah. Unless you're Greek. Like, oh, it's my 10 year. I'm going to the Bahamas with my mom. sister. we got bills. Why you going to the Bahamas? It's yeah. my 10 year. I'm going to the Bahamas with my line sister. It's like, it's just some stuff. Or why you always say chapter meeting? I'm going to chapter meeting <laughs> because X, Y, Z. Like, I don't want you to be... Bu- there you go. Are you active? I'm about to be in the new year. Okay. I just wasn't going <laughs> okay. to... I wasn't going to pay my dues at this point because it's like, I'm not going to pay to be active for two months. Yeah, no, 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 no. I definitely was there. Like, they was like, yeah, you know, brother boy, you just pay this, that, and that. I was like, when the new year start? Then, see y'all next year. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to pay next year. I'm just starting a good foot next year. But anyway... So, yeah, like, when I get older, I don't want you down my back with why I'm doing this and third, because you're probably doing it, too. Like, you guys have to do on Saturday. I don't know who's going to pick Junior up for practice, but we're going to make it work. And then with HBCU, it's like, well, why are you taking off for homecoming? Because it's homecoming. Like, I want to be able to, you know, I gave up on my family marriage dream. That's just, it's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be okay with that. But, but the HBCU experience has to be a thing. But I think I think what makes the case of the show so interesting is, like, she's a lawyer. So she has a terminal degree. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's her earning potential and everything and her career trajectory is just very like it just, you know, where she's starting is is further than I don't even know if if the brother can go. Like yeah, unless you're an entrepreneur. Right. Entrepreneur, maybe like Or she, you work for a company from the ground up and you you know, you're there fifteen years and you work up like in management maybe or I don't know if you're actually like acting, like actively acting, because you know you can be in LA and acting, but oh, you true, just true. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, in bubblegum commercials. I don't know, but like the LA, especially at the starving artists. If you're an artist, maybe, you, but I just need something steady. As long as yeah. it's steady, you know, we can be afloat, because that's just a lot. And then Buddy in the show, he worked at Enterprise, so that was like I don't know if he was behind a desk. I feel like did he have a desk in the show? He had an office. I don't know. Like he had a little setup. All right, right. He, he, he might have office. been so daytime, day shift manager. You know? Right. So he was up there. I mean, he was, somebody report to him. And, and that's the thing. Like I said, he was working. He was getting money. You know, he was doing his thing. And that was something she struggled with because she was like, no, I want me a man with a degree. So she's like. Was she struggling with that? Or was it, you think after, it was a shame? It was a shame after her friends was like, oh, good for you. And then she was like, hmm, I think I might need to give you somebody on my right. level. It's the story of daddy's little girl. Yeah, and she didn't want the man who drove the car and all of that because she a lawyer and she yeah. was it. He had a lot going on though. That was a lot. 
I mean, no, no, no. Because that raspy voice scary me. So that, <laughs> right, no, no, that no. enough. I was like, right. I'm going to sit this one out because his voice is a little too raspy. Right. I don't know if I'm. Oh, you know him. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go to the wedding. No, you're not. I'm afraid of you. And stay away from the children because the children are going to be right. with me. Shout out to Sierra McLean for getting that spot on Empire. The oldest daughter and daddy little girls. So, Dang, I didn't even realize that was her. That was her, yep. So shout out to my sis. I don't, I don't know her, but in my heart, I know her. Right, right, Every cool. celebrity that's black in my age, like we cool. Me and okay. Kiki Palmer cool. Sierra McLean, uh, Paige Hurt. We all good girls. Sky Townsend. All my besties. Tiffany Evans. Didn't Sky go to Spelman? No. Uh, she says. I don't know you got. I don't know. Anyway, let's. let's uh, anyway. So, so yeah, yeah, after the that, shame. after the shame, you know, she got on this dating app. She had like all these dating apps and she got like, it's like a bougie upper echelon waiting list type app. And then she hooks up with like Jadena. She meets yeah. Jadena. It's, it's called the league. So it's the like, league. that's what it's called. All these terminal degree people, doctors, lawyers, Urban league type. Yeah, yeah. Executives, all this, uh, people with money. And then, you know, she, she meets Jadena and you know she thinks they're hitting it off and he's like I'm really not into the relationship as much as you are right. so like he kind of played her too but I'm like dang it's Jadena but the, what I've seen because I, I went back and rewatched it's like in anything that was going right outside of Jared she rushed it yeah and even with Jared she probably would have rushed it if her girls hadn't shamed her yeah. before she got a chance to mm-hmm. because the whole bringing, the, bringing him to meet them was that rushed? that was a bit I mean it was an event, so it wasn't like, hey, meet my friends, but it was on some, hey, my friends are having something, you can come type deal. It wasn't okay. like a whole arranged meet my friends ceremony, you yeah. know? So I feel like it was a cute little, oh, you know, here's here my friends, this is New Bay. But it just, you really got to baby step and in, bay into things. Because I guess when you're older, older, because we're not that old right now, no, but no, like no, you're no. older, older. Everybody dating, in the it, show it, is like five years at least, I've seen. Yeah, like probably like 28, yeah. you know, 29 type. Um, so that was a little, it was a lot. Um, so she kind of rushed the whole Jadena thing, but this is a thing we're seeing a lot in TV. You know, the successful woman can't get right with the man. The being mm-hmm. Mary Jane, being Mary Jane can't get right with the men. And it's hard to watch cause it's like me, well, I watched, I binge watched being Mary Jane when I was in college. So I'm like, you know, I'm in school trying to get this education, trying to be successful. But I'm like, am I sacrificing my husband and kids for, for success? Like, do I have to pick one? Because it seems to me on television, whenever when someone's, we have, you know, we have Joan on Girlfriend. She couldn't keep a man. We couldn't got, keep a man. You know, being Mary Jane, we got Joan. We got, um, who else is single and successful? Even Gabrielle Union in Daddy's Little Girls. We got that same situation. Yeah. We got, um, trying to think. Um, oh, uh, This Christmas. This Christmas. The, the, sister, the older the Bushes, sister. Yeah. This Christmas, we have Gabrielle Union in Almost Christmas. Didn't have a man either. We got, uh, what's... Um, Nia Long and Best Man couldn't keep no man, and she was successful. It's just she had like, to go get her away are these black women successful? Are they like? Can you not be chosen and successful at the same time? Is it that hard? Um, I think part of it is mass incarceration. <laughs> I don't think those would be men in that playing field anyway. And some of the older things by the mass incarceration. Well, I'm, but I'm saying like you're, the numbers are just different. Like mm-hmm. you have black black women are like the most educated racial gender demographic out Mm -hmm. there and black men are the most incarcerated so now you don't even have the sheer numbers of black men going to college Mm -hmm. to even possibly because they get arrested for possession right they're not even getting a chance they not yeah they dropping out of high school they're not even getting a chance right so the numbers aren't there for a black woman um i think there is that kind of thing of of you know 
she's gonna if she throws herself in her career, that's not what I want. Because as a man, there's I want you the know intimidation too. You know, men are yeah. intimidated by that. Or or maybe it's like maybe as a man, it's like I don't want to steal her from her career because I feel like I want my kids, you know, to have mm-hmm. a different type of. Like I said, I, my goal for my life is to have a uh, is to provide a living where my wife can stay at home with the kids. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, I'm not going to. I'm not even going to entertain a lawyer or a doctor because I'm not going to have you waste all your. I'm not. I feel like I would be doing you a disservice entertaining you when I know that's not the type of life I want. Mm-hmm. Where you are a lawyer, you're a doctor. It's like okay, like bet, like baby girl. I'm pr- I'm proud of you as a black woman. It's good. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. I, for what I want for my life is I I want oh, I want to provide a living where my wife can stay at home with the kids. Okay, that's you. Okay. And like I said, I've always said like. I, I'm all for my wife having a side hustle in the house. That you want your wife at home. I want Ideally. her primarily. Yeah, primarily. Okay. Well, like, I mean, we talked so about So I wouldn't before. entertain the type, that type of woman. And I'm a college educated dude. Christian. Okay. I mean, my mom was very successful, corporate America, all that, and came home and cooked dinner. So I just, I know it can be done. Yeah. You can still be successful, you know, working, you're not allowed to stay alive, and come home and cook meal for your kids yeah. and nurture them and do whatever. Yeah, I mean, plenty but of I women it, have done it. I'm yeah, not discrediting their, their abilities. But I just abilities. feel like, well, then again, my mom's in a different generation than I am. So nowadays, you really don't see too much of that. And, too you know, it's, you know, just a woman, not if I work in, and then, because what we're seeing mm-hmm. is more of the Mary Janes. We, it's like a Mary okay. Jane generation. And I feel like. Because of mass then, incarceration. I don't think that's the only. No, it's a huge factor, though. To to say it's not a factor would be. Yeah, I don't think that's the only thing. I don't think that's the main thing either. I mean, you know, we have the interracial, we have the gay, we have the all these different reasons as to okay why, but you know, but successful black women specifically, I really want to figure out what what it is. Like, you know, we have the intimidation. We have the people like you who would prefer someone at the house. So it's like if I, you know, dang, do I gotta be a baker or a caterer who's going to stay home all day just to get a man. Like it just, it's hard to think to be in this age group and to be a 20 something trying to get my career. And also in the same, like at the same time trying to build my career and get successful, trying to build my love life and find a husband all in the same time and trying to get to the finish line by 30, have a successful career and a marriage. And it's just like a headache, which is kind of, yeah, right. no, it's, I mean, it's, it's, I think about that a lot. Cause I, you know, it's like where I'm at, it's like they, you know, they say the ideal age for women to have children is 30. A lot of women ain't getting married till 30. Right. So that's why it's ever, even more important for people to take care of themselves now because mm-hmm. we, you know, people aren't getting married till later. So it's like you're not having kids till later. Yeah. And now you didn't got to turn back years of Wendy's and Burger King and all this other stuff. And then you're going to try to have a baby and mess your whole thing up. And so take care of yourself. Wait. You lost me. <laughs> you lost me. I'm so you think my Wendy's and Burger King is affecting my uterus? I'm, I'm confused. Well, I'm saying it's affecting your overall health, mm-hmm. which won't. It's not a pregnancy post age, you know, thirty or whatever. Like it's very. I mean, many women do it, and it's very doable. But there's just more risk. And if you're already not in great health, if you wasted your twenties in poor health, mm-hmm. then that's because not of Wendy's and Burger King. Yeah, because it's, it's not. It's not. You're not fuel, giving your body the proper fuel and nutrition you need. Okay. Just, I mean, we can take care of ourselves. I just feel like Wendy's and McDonald's ain't the only thing that, I mean, someone could be prone to cysts or something else in their 20s that could oh, yeah. affect them in their 30s. So I don't think Wendy's and Burger King are the only, because I don't like Wendy's. I don't like Burger King. Maybe for breakfast. But I'm saying, like, I don't want, I don't think that me eating Wendy's now is going to affect my uterus and reproductive system. 
I mean, like I said, it's okay, one of the bullet okay. points, but it's not the main one. Let me let me tell you this. Well, I guess this doesn't matter as much because more women are going natural. Is that they have found a correlation between um, some of the chemicals and perms, and was it was it miscarriages in in women or um, something with the uterus? There, there's a I, I'll put the link to the study in the description, but there was a correlation between chemicals and perms in either miscarriages or something in the uterus. And you and you and in the black community, like our numbers were higher than that of our Caucasian counterparts. That's interesting. Uh, well, I wouldn't be surprised if that was one of those like um, eugenics. Planned Parenthood plans to destroy the black woman. Hmm. I don't know, give them this to make their hair straight and then it kills their ex. Like, I, I would be surprised. I had never heard that. But, you know, yeah. it seems about right. When Just, I, I'll pull up the article later. Well, luckily, I've been off the creamy crack for about five years. So right, that, which I know. said, like, now we're seeing more black women go natural, which is wonderful. Mm. Which, I've, I mean, I, as, we, if, as we're having kids later and, like, more women are natural, that, that's going to... It's also something with pregnant women being in the nail shop. I forgot what I read about that. Oh, I could imagine the smell smelling like what acetone and all that. Yeah, because I was getting my nails done today. They are very cute. Everyone just take a they, uh, at my hear nails. that, huh? They hear it. I mean, we're gonna upload the video, right? So nails will be seen. But um, it was a pregnant woman who walked in, and I was like, <gasps> "What you doing in there? Go get out!" Girl. But then again, I'm thinking about like, you know, she mama wanna, gotta have a life too. She need a feet rub, probably. That was probably, yeah, she was sitting in the pedicure chair. But I know you can't get full sets, I feel like, when you're pregnant. So, something like that. Um, what were we even talking about? How did we get here? Um, oh, but I was talking about my mom. So, you know, just how the generation has changed. Um, my mom got married at 22. I'm 22 now. If someone gave me a ring right now, I'd be like, bro, you good. Just going and get you some rims and some skates, something. <laughs> what movie was that? You don't know? Hey, too. Okay, I'm about to say, it took you too long. I was yeah. like, come on, come on. But, um, yeah, I'm not ready. But my mom was 22, and she got married to my dad. Um, she was still in grad school. She got my sister while in grad school at 23. Got a you know, master, started working, whatever. Had my other sister at 28, had me at 35. And I'm just like, that's a lot. I can't even imagine. Like, no one's really doing that. You see people in high school who get married and have a bunch of kids. It was like them two, three couples that you know yeah. going to get married anyway. Yeah. But that's really not... People our age, I ain't really going to many weddings. I'm just starting to go to weddings, but it's people who are I've older gone than to me. One. Like I don't have any peers' weddings I've gone to. Like people older than me, pro fights and stuff. Yeah. Whose weddings I've gone to? So it's not really, it's not really a marriage age. But I feel like once we hit 27 to 32, which is funny because I have a roommate that's 27. He he, he seemed like he had a wedding every other weekend. Right. <laughs> it's like once you get that age, it's like he needs my a, sisters he, are in weddings like two, three a year. And we need to we need to start putting aside a wedding fund. Just do five dollars a month for now. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like in a wedding last week, and I'm just like, this probably costs much money that I don't have. Well, I'm talking about a wedding fund in terms of like attending, like, you oh, know, just as, some, to as somebody with seven, I have 17 line brothers, and, and I'll, I'll go to my dean's wedding. So that's 18 weddings. We got one down. So I got 16 more. 17. Yeah, 16 more to go. My <laughs> just had a moment. Okay. Right. 16 more to go. You think a, you got a lot of weddings to go I, to? Yeah, I know you I got, got a lot of weddings to go to. And then we got Neos and other profiles. You know, honestly, I always think about, like, those women with long lines. It's like, one, y'all know I can't invite all y'all. That's half the way. That's, you know, that's, you know that. I shouldn't even have to send all of y'all an invitation. Right. I should really just have to send a text. Like <laughs> this if you're available. 
<laughs> on my wedding day. Right. It's just, you know, we think about it. First the 10 list. get to come. <laughs> we got to have a, I can't, because if I invite everybody, that's $20 a plate. Think about that. Like, just it's even uh, more than twenty dollars. I don't know. That's just like an assumption. I don't know how much. It's, like, I, like I said, I haven't looked into this. I'm not but just an assumption of twenty dollars a plate. Time, like, then you got again profiles, neos, 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 isms, and all yeah. foolishness. It's too much. It's too much. I don't yeah. have time. I'm you not going to rent out the dome for my wedding just for the AKs. Like, I just can't do it. <laughs> so it's got to get. It's enough. You get a little. You, you get a lot. Of I'm excitement. just laughing at the show because uh, when I saw it, I was like, like, and then like things is all weird. It it was almost as awkward as um, Morris Chestnut throwing up the hooks in Best Man because it's like mm, it was real strong. Was like, he really didn't want to do it. It was like that. Ain't he a sigma? Yes, that's what made it even funnier. So Why can't he just be a sigma? Because sigmas be playing football. Some, there's some big sigmas in some schools. I don't think because they were trying to do the whole Coleman Love thing. And I feel like, you know, it was a good little storyline that they had with the whole, you know, Mia being a Delta and him being a Cube. I'm like, y'all should at least hint that in the first movie. Because yeah. I feel like, and then it's just like all of a sudden, and then if you weren't Greek, you weren't going to get it. Because then now all of a sudden Shelby's her line sister. Her and Shelby didn't even talk to each other in the first movie, right. first of all. And where your other line sisters and Shelby the one you closest to? Really? Yeah. Come on, it's Shelby. And then, like, they noticed they put the um the flower on her casket. Did you notice that? Unless you were Greek, you weren't going to yeah. notice. So I noticed they put, like, the common love flower on her casket right before he broke down. I've only seen that movie once. I can't take it. No, no, no. Yeah. I can't watch it. I was, it was asking for holiday movies last week on Twitter, and somebody said best man holiday. I'm like, I look, look. I'm trying to enjoy my Christmas. Sad. Real quick. I hate. I love this tangent we're on, but I, I want to shift it again because we only got a limit. I don't want to waste y'all time. Right, because we're not trying to miss insecure tonight. <laughs> but I want to talk about Lawrence because I love Lawrence as a character. Mm-hmm. Maybe because there was a point in my life where I felt like I was where Lawrence is. Mm-hmm. And it's that stagnation in life. And it's like, as a man, I, the vision I had for my life is not, wasn't it? it's not coming together. Mm-hmm. For him, he was going to do his app thing, and he was going to go. And, and so when the vision for your life doesn't come together, it affects your relationship. Right. Real a, quick, Lawrence is Issa's boyfriend. Right, they right, right. together. They've been together for five, five years. years. And it's like, it's kind of mundane at this point. It's like going through the motions. It used to be really funny. So, you know, be spontaneous and just hunch on the couch just because and just have fun. And now it's just like, oh, you're you're here again. Great. You're still here. Yeah. Awesome. I can't stand you. You're not doing nothing. You're always here. And okay. and Lawrence, you know, he he had this idea for an app and for whatever reason it didn't come together. He's still in the midst of writing his business plan. So he's out trying to go get jobs, you know. He he doesn't want to go to an entry level position. So but it's he keeps messing he's keep messes keep, he keeps messing up his interviews. He has a, a lot of gaps in his resume. So yeah, they're trying yeah. to question him, like, why haven't you been working? It's just like, it's been hard for me. Right. Especially if you're in tech, because if you have gaps in your resume, it's like, well, you've missed some things in, mm-hmm. in terms of... Things have grown. Things have changed. Yeah. So he's always changing in the tech world. So it's just like... You not working what? for a while. Right. It, yeah. So, and so Issa starts to resent him for that because... She does. He's unemployed. He's... He's uninspired. He, you know, it's just kind of like he's not inspired to take them out on dates. You know, it's like, oh, let's just kick it. Like, I just want to Because you don't have money. Crib. You don't want to do nothing. You're just like, let's just sit here. And it's like, I'm tired of being home. I'm home all the time. Let's go out and do something. You just got to keep it spicy, especially when you're living together. You know, shacking gets hard sometimes. Shacking is very hard. Shacking, I, I wouldn't advise shacking. Okay. Well, don't shack, y'all. Apparently, you just if you not recommend to, it. If you want to <laughs> listen to Rodney, don't shack. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then another theme was, you know, some infidelity comes into play and then it's that guilt and it's that, you know, Issa, Issa, okay, it's kind of spoiler alert, Issa cheats. And it's just like, it's one of those, my heart is in another place and it's just like, I'm not feeling it. And you she, think her heart was in another place? 
Honestly, I don't think it was even the wrong play in another place, but it was just wandering. It was it was an idle heart. I it think just, it. I think it, it comes back. Attention. I think it came back to the Lawrence thing. Like, oh, definitely, because he's stagnant and because she, you know, they try to break up with him. It just right. didn't work. Y'all, first off, y'all live together, so it's really not going. <laughs> it's not. It's not that easy. Being one of those situations where it's like, nah, I'm single, but I live with my girl ex because yeah. like she need so, help with the bills. I mean, she got back with him. She felt bad, and then like she had sex with her ex, and it was just like but, eating her up. But in the thing with that it was like in the first episode she was like what if she really went after the things she wanted in life mm-hmm. and her and, and like so if you think about it Issa's living a life where she's not fulfilled in any at, the, at that point in, in time relationship, friendships whatever yeah it's like nothing in her life is going the is not sufficient to the point where she's like you know what I'm embracing that I'm happy with it I'm good with that. I'm content with it. Mm-hmm. So then here's this other man. He's entertaining her. He's reminding her of some fun stuff they used to do. And that's that's what causes the infant. Like, it's almost like on some stomp the yard stuff. He's like, he 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 tapped into her favorite color. Uh, he took her to Dugan's. You know, they danced to this woman's work in her right. mind. And he they really tickled her fancy because she's just been mundane and just with a seven-year law student. And that freshman, that knucklehead freshman came along, and she just, she went for it in the studio. Let's make love in the studio. Also, I know we're talking about the show a lot, but you can watch it for free on the HBO Now app. Just make a, you know, month-free subscription. It's only two episodes left, I believe, in the season. So you can binge watch it. It's 30 minutes. So if you want to watch it, get the HBO yeah. Now app so you can know what we're talking about. So, yeah, she cheats, and she's, you know, very guilty about it, and she's having, like, flashbacks, and it's just really weird. But, uh, I mean, I feel like that happens a lot, especially in this age. And, you know, you're just in this kind of limbo in your career and in, you know, your love life and all that. I think especially with social media. Yeah, and then you see how great everyone else is doing. You just feel like you're not doing enough. Yep, that. And then think, you know, like, I don't don't follow booty pages. (laughs) Booty pages? Booty pages. There's booty pages. Like, pages are just women shaking booty. And I don't follow them. Because I'm a strong Christian man, well, but good for you. but no, I, I you know I, I I do try to be a little more um and and um I do try to be a little more forward thinking in what I follow on Instagram mm-hmm. because it's like think about it, if you're ever at a rough point in your relationship and you see nothing but booty and you out. see all these women, it's like dog, I, I need to get out. Like mm-hmm. it's women out here. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they at, but it's women out here. And I need to get one of these booties. Right. Is that the equivalent to post like following like an HBCU men in suits or like a post bad beards and you just see beards all day in suits. It's like I need me a man with a beard and suit. Yeah. Go get me. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't follow no tall, dark and handsome, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> and your man light skin short and uh and, and I right. So okay. I mean you know don't. because it, it just gets them like we're humans. Like, like we start thinking, it's like, oh man, like she messing up. This is where she's doing wrong, blah, blah, blah. And 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 then you start making up this world with these other people and you lose so, out yeah, on, I just feel like on you what just you, need you to have. appreciate. Because, you know, people always like, oh, you know, what else is out there? But the reality is, ain't nothing out there. Our, our, our generation, they say in large, why we don't commit to companies or anything is fear of missing out. Yep. And as a millennial, so that's kind of what you saw with Issa. Like she said, this has always been her what if guy. Mm-hmm. What if things would have aligned with time, yeah. you know? I mean, I feel like a lot of people can resonate with Easter. Like, they have that pe- person, like, oh, the one that got away. And yeah. the, oh, what if it really worked out? What if I wouldn't have, you know, done this in, in five years ago? What if I would have t- answered that phone call? Like, it's just always that what if. What if then, I would have responded to the text? Right. It's just like, it's just like, if it was supposed to be, and then it would have. So, you just, you don't need to really hold on to the past like that. Just don't, mm. you know, 
bottomism. I think that might be my bottomism for the day. Okay. But um, yeah, um, I'll expand on the bottomism later. But uh, and then okay, here's the the big one. Here's the big. This point. is the one that was. This will be going might. This might be a long bullet point in our message right. today. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Like if spoiler you alert, have but, not watched. I mean, we're not gonna ruin it. Ruin it. Episode but six. It's just something that needs to be discussed anyway. So if you watch it, if you don't yeah. plan on watching it, whatever, it don't matter. We are gonna talk about it. So Molly's dating a guy. The guy, you know, she already got past. You know, him not going to college, or whatever. She's like, gave him another chance. And they're talking. You know, they're getting drunk and. She's like, oh, you know, what's the craziest thing you ever done? Or he asked her, and she's like, oh, you know, I made out with a girl in college. You know, just some undergrad stuff. I say, blah. He's like, oh, LOL, you know, cool. Right. He I had a similar all- situation, you know, back a couple years ago. I was in New York with my friend, and I let him, a male, go down on me. And, you know, after he was done, I realized that wasn't for me, and I'm just like, I wasn't feeling it, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, er? <laughs> what? Like, it was just a lot for her. And so what happens after that, Ryan? After that, she goes and, like all black women, she tells tells, tells everybody, tells all her friends. You got to tell the key homegirls. You got to know what they she, think. She tells the girl, Skiwi, you know, that they have to, <laughs> you know. I think Rodney Skiwi count for the episode is about a smooth seven or eight. One, <laughs> 1,908. <laughs> so, yeah, he's getting a little ahead of himself with Skiwi. Go ahead. But, um, but, yeah, and, you know, they're, and so they have an interesting, you know, discussion because, her, her best her best friend Issa is kind of like girl just let it go like it was just one you know needed. you know all this and that you know because Issa more than the other friends knows how she's been struggling in her love life and how her and this guy are really vibing and it's going really well and and at this point this is the the only thing that's mm-hmm. standing in the way of them pursuing something long term or whatever right at least in her mind while the other friends are like girl no like once you know once he does that it's a firm decision like nah i'm not with that what if your man did he wouldn't but what if he did he wouldn't like that's her other aka friend right then it's like the big loud black girl you know why the big girl guy would be like what can we have a quiet big girl please you gotta be big and confident baby but yeah she's like oh so they touch is it gay so it's like not gay (laughs) gay not gay gay really funny she's got put on to second season like as a regular so good Go ahead, girl. But so it was just really funny, but then it just really got people thinking and talking. It's like, so what is it? Like, what would you do? And I thought about it. You know, me and my line sisters discussed it in our group. And it was just like, it's a double standard. It's one that I support, honestly, because it's like, if if I tell, you know, someone I'm dating, oh, you know, I let a girl give me oral sex in school, they'll be like, oh, for real? So what's up with that face? Like, most guys, some guys are going to be like, um, that's a lot. You know, and I feel like that. That's, that, that's me. That's yeah. me. Because it's it's like once you've crossed that line, it's like hey, you know, it's like you know, the Rodneys of the world are gonna be alarmed, but the Ron Trails of the world <laughs> yeah, are gonna I be would. like, what's wrong with? So you know, I'm gonna let you pick the girl. You yeah, know, right. you can pick the girl, and then we can go. It's just like because my thing is, it's like I assume at one point in my life we're gonna be uh, affluent enough. Well, we can we have money. Hey, babe, I'm a, me and the guy. Me, I know me and my LBs. Hey, we're gonna take a trip. We're gonna party up for the weekend. Be back. Cool. You know, I want her to be like. These are the married LBs. These responsible ones love you. Go have a good time. And I'm. And she gonna be like, well, babe, I'm gonna go on a girls' trip. It's gonna be like, you ain't eating nothing. Them. Which <laughs> coon, coon, on who the is trip. who is going? Oh, you know, freaky Tasha, freaky Tasha. <laughs> but like I said, you got you going on a trip because everybody got an ain't SLB. In ten years, fifteen years, you gonna have that one LB that ain't married because he's still trying to be trash. And I'm not gonna trust Ron Trail. Like that's just gonna be what it is. And I'm gonna be weary because you know. They trash. So, I mean, it's a two-way street. So, you just don't just blame the freaky Tasha of the world. Like, Tasha ain't really out here just, you know, 
friends ain't that influencing on like hotivity like that with females. But that's why you can't tell your your man nothing because they're gonna bring it up. You can't tell your man that you. No, had... not like that. I'm oh. like, girl. I'm just, oh, let me tell you about Tasha because yeah. my friend Tasha got a train around her. To Junior, no big deal. Right. And then every time you bring up Tasha, so Tasha with the train, train right, Tasha, right, right, right. choo choo Tasha. Like you never. <laughs> Me and Tasha going out. Tasha, like you can't see nothing. You can't tell your nigga none of your friends' teeth because they never forget. But it, I mean, think about it. It's like, do I do I want you around that? But I mean, like I said, like, you have trash friends too. So don't act like Tasha's is but maybe, the problem. I, maybe I don't hang that close with my trash friends. Like he trashing it on a distance. Like, mm-hmm. like that. And, and, I don't know with Tasha every weekend. It needs to like, be a both because you every girl got that friend. Like girl, I ain't doing this drunk stuff with you. When you get drunk, I can't deal with you. You start acting crazy. I can't do that. But I, I just I, I think you know. I, I don't know, you know. But anyway, back to the double standard. So it's a double standard. Like okay, if, if a woman tells a man like, oh, I was I used to like girls. It's like threesome across their minds. Like oh, it's okay. Most you men. like men. Most men. But if a dude came to me, he's like, yeah, you know, I, had, I used to talk to dude. I'm going to be like, so do you follow HBCU men in suits as well? Like, do you follow post bad men? Because now I'm uncomfortable. Cause it's like, Leaving hard eyes. I leave hard eyes. <laughs> like, do you, like, FaceTime your guy friends just because? Like, I just, now I'm uncomfortable because it's like, hey, bestie. that byline that by when it comes to men is real, it's real iffy. Because it's like, mm, if you like men, you like men. You gay. Some firm decisions that had to be made there. Right. Because you can't just, that's just not really, like, a switchable thing. Like, I just, I don't even know how you... And I, and it and it it sucks because I feel like there are some actual bisexual men out there, but I just I couldn't do it personally. And I listened to an episode of the Read when a woman was struggling with the exact same thing that Molly was, and he was just saying he was with a man for like a year or two, but he likes women now, and I just wouldn't be comfortable with that. And I, I want to bring it back just to not bisexual men, but the the what they talked about in the show, which is this man had one experience, mm-hmm, just one. And he said immediately after he knew that wasn't for him. Right. But I'm like, you let him finish. It, that was my problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, was it was like, as soon as it, like, let me, you know what? I don't think this is for me. Zipper. I don't think, full pants now. I don't think this is, but you let him sit there and finish. And that's was not okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, like, I, I'm trying to think, like, you know, me and my, you know, it's like me and my friends now. It's like, hey, hey bro, don't, uh, hey. Wait till I'm done in here, you know, and then I'll let you in. And then you can come in here and it's just like, you know, it's like, all right, bro, like, Mm-mm. I you sat there and let him finish. And you, I don't know, like, if you climax or not, but it's like, no, bro, like, I have too many questions and I'm not going to be okay with it. Either way it goes. There's some things that I'll tell you off the air of just how, like, messed up it is. <laughs> As a man. Yeah, because it's like, because once again, I went back and watched the episode and watched the questioning. So, like, you know, Molly Molly was like, I kissed a girl. I made out with a girl at a party. He's like, I had a similar experience. That's not similar. <laughs> no, no, no. Your experience went way too far. Like, oh, it didn't, I don't want to say way too far, but it went further than Molly's. Just, you know, and I'm surprised he even brought it up. Like he said it so casually, like it was just like, oh, I and walked so down the Molly street. had to play it cool and question him, like, oh, like how far? And he was like, you know, he went down on me. She was like, oh, okay. Like he was like, like you know, I just knew immediately afterwards it wasn't for me. Like how soon? Like after? you finished? And he was like, what? Yeah, you know, like it wasn't like during. I was like, you know what? 
Right. This isn't for me. But he just went to the end and was like, thanks for that. Right. He got to the center of the Tootsie Pop. Was like, <laughs> Before he was after like. After all the licks. After the 37 licks. <laughs> one, two. He just kept on going. It's he like, said, you know, I'm going to give it a chance. Like, that's, you know what? And that's how I feel with Donald Trump. Give Donald Trump a chance. He gave him a chance and look where he got him. And it's just like. <laughs> Yep, yep, don't give nobody. <laughs> right, don't. Sometimes these chances ain't ain't worth it. Um, I would be, I'd be very uncomfortable. I, I just wouldn't. Like, I don't know. So, I want to see if you're listening to this and you actually plan on replying to us. Tweet us and let us know how you would feel. Like, I'm, I feel like this is gonna be incorporated into our questions on Tuesday. But I saw a few in a few people who were tweeting about the show after it aired. It was like, you know, one one dude, one woman was like, you know, why would you not want a man that's bi or whatever. You know, it opens up, it opens you up as a couple to a lot more things sexually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one woman was like, that would just play my insecurities. Like, because, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, like, there's no, now there's no safe place for you to go and me not think that, you're looking at that you may step out. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to the gym. Like, it's men in the gym. You look at men in the gym. Right. It's like, yeah. Like, it's. N- Everybody's fair game. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So I would be, you know, it's one thing to worry about your man looking at women when you go out. Now you're looking at women and men. So right. it's like, and granted, you know, you say you didn't feel it and, you know, he's moved on, but it's like, it's always in the back of your head. Like, maybe what if he goes back one day? What if he's right. what if just he just wakes something up and it's like, you know? What if he gets too drunk again? Right. And it's just like he tries it again. Maybe this time he likes it. And then now you just out here so right. it's, it's really scary it's a, it's a scary thought i don't know that's why i'm just really careful with men it's just, if i have to ask then it's just enough for me to be like no nah. like is he i ain't gonna you know i'm just not even gonna it's cool i'm just I'm just pass on that bro I'm, yeah I'm, I'm all set all set on that one so i mean tell us what you think you guys um i will hope you guys reply you know get some interaction going with the listeners um what else? I mean, I mean, the show's great. There's a lot on. more things we can touch on, but I don't want to... But the show comes I think on this in... was a good enough <laughs> intro for yeah. people, if you haven't checked it out, to warrant checking it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, like I said, like, I as a male, like, I, I've talked to some of my other male, black male friends, and they haven't caught up with it. They haven't bothered mm-hmm. to watch it. It is one of those shows that progressively gets better. Like, the first seasons are always slow and whatever. Mm-hmm. So get their feet wet. I would say watch it through the first six episodes, definitely. And um, it's hilarious. And and what hilarious. I love about it is, just, like like you said, it's so real. It's what I'm living. It's what right, ain't I... Ain't nobody glamorous. Ain't nobody pushing Bentleys. Like, it's hilarious. She ain't the baddest bee. She Like I said, she ain't got no, you know, fat transfer. She ain't she in Calabasas. She got panties on. She got panties. Regular, good old, roll them in a ball, six in a pack, panties. She ain't got no yeah. 7 for 27, panties. You know, and um, I really like it. I see so much of myself in Issa and Molly, just... I relate. Um, I relate to them so much. I mean, I've always related to Easton, her awkward, because I'm very, very awkward. And um, I need you over there agreeing too hard. <laughs> awkward, awkward. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's really fun. Make sure you guys go check it out. And also, if you are a fan of Awkward Black Girl, I'm sure you already checked it out, but she has little Easter eggs of Awkward Black Girl stuff in there. Okay. She has a little rap song. She has different characters. Like, you know, she had a best friend in the show. And the awkward black girl is now her coworker, and then like Whisper Dante or Darius, whatever the dude Whisper, he's like some hilarious blood character now. <laughs> yeah, if Yo, you watch awkward black girls, like this one coworker, she had that. But now he's like a blood who's like, what's up? The bouch, what you do with that bouch? And it was so funny. It's like hilarious. Yeah, so, nah, nah, nah. Um, bonnet wisdom. Bonnet wisdom. Um, what I said earlier. 
Oh, ain't nothing out there. Now, that's the mind of wisdom. Like, you know, you guys may feel stagnant. You may feel like, oh, you know, if you're in a relationship, you're in a job, you're in something, and you just feel like, oh, I'm missing out on so much, or fear missing out, or whatever. But in reality, sometimes the grass always seems greener, but it may not be. So, you know, don't feel like you're missing out on so much, or that you just want to be a part of so much. And it's really not much out there, like, especially in relationships, like, men are trash. No offense, but the greater some taking, you know, I mean, you'll be all right. You're a big guy. But men are trash. So don't be too pressed to be single or, oh, you know, let me go date and get out of here because you just going to get hurt. Or don't just hop into one thing after you get out of another. Just take your time. If you are single, just enjoy that time being single. Because maybe you you think you're missing out on a relationship and you're single and it's really nothing out there either. Yeah, the grass ain't always greener. Um, Just to add to that, I had a, um, I, I'm bougie. I grew up a little bougie. I did a botillion. You know, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm mad you're drinking this, eating this ice on camera. But for those who don't know, a botillion is like, uh, it's the male equivalent of a cotillion. It's like mm-hmm. your coming of age, China. rites mm-hmm. of passage ceremony. And my choreographer in there, she told us she had a, she had been with her high school sweetheart. And they were married and had kids. And she was telling us, um, you know, us the bows as we go to college and we find the love of our lives. She was like, you know, um, the gra- she said the grass may look greener on the other side, but it takes the same amount of fertilizer to keep to get your grass just as green as the greener grass. Mm-hmm. And basically, what I, I what I understood that as, and what she you know later communicated was that why the grass may look greener in another relationship with somebody else, blah blah blah. If you put the effort and time that you are looking into other people's grasses and trying to observe them into your own grass, you can bring it back to a rich greenness um, yourself. So I, I definitely have always used that as a philosophy. It's like, like you said, nothing's out there that can, you know. If it was meant to be, then it will be, you know. It's, right, you right, right. really force anything. Exactly. Know? I get it. But my my reflection, Rodney's reflection for today is um, in two, part where Insecure, where she says, you know, like, um, what if I lived the life I always wanted? What if I lived the life where I went after everything I wanted? And I think I, you know, like I know I've been there at one point, and I think we've all been there, especially in our generation, in terms of just pursue pursuing your goals, your dreams. Like this podcast was something. Last year I wanted to start, I wasn't sure, I was hesitant. Then I said, you know what, I just got to do it. Mm. People make podcasts all the time; they don't work, but this is something that. From the response and the way we're putting it together. This going to work. This going to work. And mm-hmm. so, you know, if I had never followed it, if I had never taken that first step of faith, then I wouldn't be here. And we, we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't be having this exchange. And, right. I, you know, it is what it is. And so I'm encouraging everybody around me. If you have a dream, if you have a goal, if you have a vision, if you think you bring something different to the table, I'm telling everybody, go for it. Mm-hmm. My girl, she she's, loves writing, loves reading and writing. And she loves J.K. Rollins. I'm like, why can't you be the next J.K. Rollins? Mm-hmm. We don't have a black. Well, uh, we have black fathers, but I was like, you can you can create a world just as good, if not better, than hers. Right. You know. So she just bought a book of like three hundred writing prompts just to keep her writing sharp. I was like, bet, do that. And my my roommate, his girlfriend, she wants to get into blogging. 
So she just got her laptop. She's about to get in a blog in my room, and he wants to go into stock trading. So I, I proposed. I said, look, as a house, I said, every Saturday, we should have a two-hour window where we come together. And just working our dreams. Yeah, we just, hey, I'm doing my podcast stuff. You do your finances stuff. You read a book, whatever. But we do something that's going to push us forward as a mm-hmm. collective. And I think everybody needs to do that. Like I said, it don't need, you don't need to save the whole world. Do it with two, three, four, five of your friends. Y'all do that for a while, and then y'all going to inspire other people to do it, and they get together in their cohorts, and they do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get around some people that want to hustle like you, and then hustle together, man. That's my reflection. You know, go after it. Don't don't let fear stop you. All right. Well, that was good. Um, so, yeah, everybody, I would love to hear some, hear back from, hear some, hear back, hear some feedback from you guys on how you feel about, you know, what we talked about today, and um, just... You know, especially like young black professional woman and, you know, trying to find love or if you the whole bot situation. That's very it's an interesting topic. And it's always talked about something we can probably talk about even more in the future. Um, just, yeah, just check out Insecure HBO now. It's free. If you got HBO, if you got money, you got HBO on your TV. Make sure you tune in Sundays at 1030. Easter Ray did not pay us for this. Hey, sis, if you ever come across it, but you won't. But it's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, y'all be blessed. Thanksgiving is on Thursday, so make sure y'all eat up and enjoy the holidays and love y'all. All right. Bye.